up, Ukraine Media family? Vladimir Braknevsky here, and welcome to episode number 40 of the Ukraine Media podcast, where I serve our Ukraine Media family with weekly interviews from highly creative people. Now, today's guest is Jesus Suarez. Jesus is an award winning senior motion designer and a 3D generalist. Jesus, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for your time, man. Hey, Vlad. Thank you so much for having me, man. I'm really excited to be here. You know, I, I know you're coming from work and we're recording like 7.30-ish p.m. So this has probably been a long day for you, man. <laughs> I appreciate your time. Thank you so much. And this has been a long time coming. I'm so happy that this this is happening. So, But let's start from the very beginning, man. How did you get started in motion design? Motion design. So um, I, it's funny because I started going, I discovered design by going to engineering school, which is kind of oh, wow. weird. Yeah. My dad's an engineer, so I started doing that for like six months. Obviously, I hated it. And by going to school, <laughs> there was another guy there that knew Photoshop. And, you know, that's where the whole journey began by, you know, him teaching me Photoshop. And then I ended up switching careers. And then motion design, I, I came here to the United States. I'm from Venezuela. And I came here in uh, 2010 for a digital arts major. And it was up until there when, when I, I discovered motion graphics and, you know, 3D and all that. And that's, that's how it all started. Yeah. How did you get your first job? My first job came through uh, an internship after I graduated. Uh, well, before I got graduated, I went to an internship in a, in a place in Orlando and they were kind enough to uh, hire me after that. Wow. See, I always, I always say that, man, if you're in college, while you're in college, while you still have that college email address and you're still enrolled, like that is the best time to send emails to the companies that you want to work at because most people will open doors to college students. But once you graduate, then they're more selective. <laughs> but in yes. internship, once you get your foot in the door, you know, that's it. You know, all it takes is just to get your foot in the door, which reminds me of a joke. I, somebody just recently short, shared uh, with me like a most creative ideas how to get your foot in the door and the guy literally like mailed them a uh, like a shoe box with one shoe and a note said I was, i'm just trying to get my foot in the door <laughs> dude <laughs> that that's was perfect good. that's genius yeah <laughs> i mean if, if you're a creative industry if you're in creative industry and you're looking for somebody who's creative like that will get my attention i would oh, invite yeah. that person just to see who he is like who is this guy <laughs> For sure. Yeah, that's genius, man. Wow. Well, let's transition uh, to something dark, man. Let's let's uh, transition to your darkest moment in your career. I want you to tell us a story of your worst moment in your creative journey, man. Don't hold back any punches, man. Dive right in. <laughs> okay. So funny enough, the darkest moment of my career would have to be during that internship. The very first <laughs> wow. project, the very first project that I had was uh, we were making graphics for a um, a presentation for like a large audience. I remember it was like 800 people. And the first thing that I had to do, um, I had to be in the office. I don't know. It was probably like 32 straight hours. That was the very first project, like the very first like real world project that I had to do, you know, taking care of that. And, you know, I, I didn't even know how to manage or handle After Effects correctly, man. <laughs> But they threw that at me and I was able to, um, you know, make it work and figure it out. But yeah, that was that, that would have to be probably the darkest moment <laughs> in my career. I, I bet you wanted to cry. <laughs> Pretty much. I, I think I did a little bit. 
<laughs> no, it's funny. It reminds me of a story when I was my first uh, real job in, well, technically it was like an internship in a way, but no, but it really wasn't. And something similar like that happened. They threw a bunch of stuff at me, dude, and I couldn't handle it. I just straight up come Friday. I just got in my car. I told him I'll just go in the car to get something. <laughs> and I never came back. <laughs> I sent him an email. I said, forget it. I guess that's, that's the best way to do it, huh? No, that's, that's the, the I guess uh, I was a wimp. I couldn't handle it. And uh, I learned a lot from him from that experience. What did you learn from yours? Well, I learned to be, you know, to be organized with my files and to not actually just stay with what I learned at school. You, you have to, you know, do research on your own, try your own projects and, and try some stuff out. Cause you know, when somebody throws you a curveball like that, you, you want to be ready. No, that's so true. Now let's transition to something positive, something happy. Now share one of your best projects that you worked on to date. The best project that I worked on is a, an animation called Jordan Jack. So Jordan Jack is, is an online, well, it's a website where you can just select different kind of rings. Or like marriage and they send mm. it to your home you try them on and you know you don't you never had to step into a mall or, or a jewelry store and that that video was mostly cinema for the and after effects and it has it's kind of like this uh sketch and tune and you know animated kind of vibe to it but that was probably the most yeah the probably the most challenging and fun thing that i worked on with with the people at battle where i work at it, and it's and the video turned out great. It it had great reception online, and it's it's the one that has probably most views on Vimeo for for me. Nice. You know, it reminds me. I was uh, traveling with somebody this weekend, and the guy had a a, a wedding ring, wedding band, and he had uh, it was plastic. No, 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 not plastic. It was made out of rubber, but it looked like oh, the real yeah. thing. And I thought that was creative. That was like for the first time I ever seen something like that. And I was actually considering. Yeah, I think they use that for like, um, you know, lifting weights and stuff like that. So you can mm. actually have a, a wedding band that's not going to go, you know, get damaged. Because I have like tungsten. My, my ring is made out of tungsten and you can't like cut through it unless it's, you know, it's pretty much permanent there. So it kind of makes me, <laughs> it kind of worries me a little bit. And, uh, but those, uh, those rubber ones, man, I'm like, man, maybe I should, maybe they're only like seven bucks too. And they look like oh, the yeah. real thing. Yeah, they look so cool too. Which reminds me, I'm glad you brought up the, that as your best project because I was gonna tell that, I was gonna tell my wife about that story. I never did, so I'm writing it down right here. <laughs> uh -huh. All right, well, let's. I'd love to know who are your influences. Who are some artists that you look up to? My all-time favorite, like idol god, you can call it god to <laughs> me, <laughs> is actually Ash Thorpe. Oh, he was uh, recently yeah. on the School of Motion podcast. Yeah, man, that that guy for me, like he everything he he makes is just pure gold. So I'm I'm, I'm I keep track of everything he he makes. But yeah, he's a huge inspiration in my work for sure. Have you ever got to meet him? No, uh, I think we've we've talked on Twitter, like exchanged a few tweets, but that's that's about it. He's a pretty cool dude, though. I'll have to get him on a podcast. That'll be yeah, sweet man, for sure. Him. Yeah. You know, lately I've been hearing a lot about him, more so than before. Like, just the School of Motion came out with him. Uh, he was on the podcast, and then somebody else mentioned it, and somebody else, and then not you're mentioning his name. <laughs> so I'm thinking maybe it's just a, a sign from God. I need to call him. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> now, what is the best advice you've ever received? The best advice I've ever received, let's see. That would probably have to be to, well, it sounds cliche, but it's it's so true. Just to, you know, never give up. I think in this in this industry that we're in, it's it's really easy to 
feel like you want to just, you know, quit, but mm. you, you, you have to keep going, keep doing it. Especially I, I take it to like, uh, rendering and, and, you know, lighting and texture, that thing is, it's so difficult and it's so time consuming. And, you know, I personally deal with like deal a lot with imposter syndrome. You know that? Mm. Don't we yeah. all, man? Don't we all? Uh, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, you, you have to, you know, stay positive and, you know, take a break and then come back, come back to it and, and, and keep trying. Always keep trying. Well, speaking of never, never giving up, your English is great. When, uh, when did you learn English? Oh, you're one to talk. <laughs> your English is perfect, man. Thanks. Uh, <laughs> but I was younger when I moved here. You were, you moved here in college, right? Yes. I've been here since 2010 and I actually, you know, I had to go back home for two years and then came back last year. But yeah, my mom, my mom forced me to go to like after school English classes when I was a kid and wow. I hated it, but I guess it paid off. <laughs> oh, it paid off big time, man. You, I mean, you're barely having an accent. Like you're really easy to understand and talk to. And it seems like you really grasp the English lingo, you know, all the, all the slang talk and all that cool stuff. Good job on that, man. <laughs> Thank you so much. Do your parents speak English? No, not at all. No. My my wow. dad it's funny because you know, my dad comes here and, and he goes to a restaurant and all he first of all he speaks in Spanish to anyone. <laughs> he doesn't <laughs> care. Right. And if they don't understand right away, he just starts pointing into the menu. And that's that's how he gets everything done. Man, it's funny you bring up your father in law. My father in law is a, is a great man. He has like this really thick Russian accent. And he looks like a tough guy. I mean, this dude walks around like he won owns the world because he just looks Russians look pretty scary sometimes, you know? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so my father in law doesn't smile much, but he's a tough he's I mean, he's really a teddy bear. He's just a sweetheart if you think about it. But but every time he goes somewhere with a thick Russian accent, man, people <laughs> get intimidated by him. Immediately, yeah. Yeah, they'll be like, oh, would you like to get a glass of tea? They're like, man, well, do you want anything else? <laughs> I'm willing to throw yeah. in anything. Here's $20. Keep it. <laughs> it, it it's yours. Now, share yeah, one exactly. of your personal habits that contributes to your success. Oh, man, you, you're hitting me with these questions. Uh, let's see. <laughs> <laughs> Putting you on the spot, man. Uh, personal habits. Well, I'm, I think it's safe to say that I'm really organized in the way I work. I, you know, I'm not one to spend time after everything is done like trying to organize i'd rather just organize my files and and you know everything before that and then you know try to keep it as smooth as possible because you know what i hate when you open a, a project in 3d and you can't even like look around because everything's so heavy gosh man my heart would drop I'm like oh. uh, yeah yeah especially if, if you have to work with somebody else you know you, you want to keep everything organized and, well that's what i like about keep, keeping it organized for the other guy just so that way it, they don't have to spend half a day trying to figure out how it's you know laid out exactly yeah the ramp up time is just unnecessary and I worked at plenty of uh, agencies or just companies that like they have their systems. It's, it's pretty much a, just a giant mess. And it takes hours just to, to work on stuff because first of all, you don't know which server they're storing stuff in. Everything just kind of spread out all over the place. There's no organization. And that that can really, actually, when I remember I told you earlier that I got in the car and ran away from this one place, it's right. because they were just like that. I couldn't figure out where things, oh, like man. it's not that I wasn't capable I just, it was such a, it was such a mess. I just didn't know where, th I didn't know where to look for things like their clients and they yeah. have these folders and, and I was just, it took me half a day just trying to figure out the workflow and, and that's no. terrible. If you can't teach somebody in, in five minutes where things are, then 
I mean, it's a mess. It was a mess. Uh, yeah. And actually, that reminds me of something. You know, recently we had to work for a for a client for for tires. I'm just gonna say tires. I'm not gonna say the name. <laughs> <laughs> gotcha. But yeah, man, their files were such a nightmare that I had to spend at least a day or a day and a half, you know, organizing everything. Layers with no names, compositions with no names. You know, they threw everything in like a a, a hard drive and just call it a day and and send it to Ouch. us. And like here, please animate this. And I'm like, <laughs> what, dude? Yeah. No, and you know, my mentor once told me, he said, Vlad, do you want to, you know, stress brings a lot of anxiety, brings a lot of mm-hmm. bad health, really. And he told me that if you're organized, because that was back when I was in college and I would like cram everything last minute. He's like, why do you wait till last minute? Like if you organize yourself and do a good job at staying on top of it, if you just spend 15 minutes a day, just, just staying, exactly. you know, give a little, a little buffer to, to stay organized, he said, you will save heart, you will save a lot of stress. And stress equals, like I was saying earlier, stress equals anxiety, bad health, and all that stuff. Sleepless nights. There's no reason for somebody to stay up all night working Wise a project. Yeah. yeah. And uh, I definitely took that to heart. Now, I have, <laughs> I'm not perfect at it, but it's definitely, it sounds great. It sounds like something to tell yeah. my kids, you know? Now, where do you get your inspiration from? Like daily? Daily, yes. Yeah. Um, before, I used to like follow websites like Abduzidu, I, I hope I'm saying the name correctly, and like from up north. But you know, with today's like so- social media reach, I pretty much just do Twitter and, and Instagram. And of course, like the the people that I that I follow a lot, like Ash, I try to keep an eye on his like Vimeo and Behance. Oh, and Behance, of course. Behance is a great resource when you're looking for inspiration. Well, that's great. It just leads on to my next question. I was going to ask, recommend an internet resource that you find helpful in your work. So I'm assuming Vimeo would be it, huh? Well, no, actually, I've, I've been trying to, you know, spread out the word for, for this guy called the French Monkey. I don't know if you've heard about him online. I don't think I have. He's, I'll look him up, he's, French Monkey. That's, that's not his actual name, of course, but he's from oh. Greece. <laughs> okay. And he makes like... Um, he makes resources like textures and and you know plugins models for cinema 4d and you know his stuff is great and it's it's at a great price as well he actually he recently did a conference on on his own like called the the tfm style conference i think last weekend so he's getting pretty big in the online community but yeah definitely check him out because his products are great Speaking of products and just coming out with the, you know, products could be courses and all that stuff. I'm curious, is this something that you're interested in, uh, you know, doing in the near future? Uh, what do you mean? Like picking up a, a software or something like that? Or no, like teaching courses, creating, I don't know, like expression. I don't no, know, yeah, and stuff for like sure. That. For sure. Um, I, I've been trying to get my foot into, uh, you know, teaching and, you know, spreading, spreading the, the, the wisdom somehow. So yeah, teaching would be, would be great. I actually got... I got prepared for the for this podcast and you know for for the future I got my setup with you know sound a microphone and and a camera. Which sounds great by the way. Oh, thank you man. <laughs> I can't tell you how much how much headaches it gave me. <laughs> now, you know, you have a, an advantage here. You speak another well, I speak Russian as well, but you speak Spanish as well, so you can teach in two different languages, man. That gives you more power. That yeah, can man, be sure. uh, that can be huge if you if you decide to get into that space. I think especially in the United States, I feel like I mean, Spanish is is pretty much a second language here, you know. Pretty much, Depends, yeah. Like in Florida, a, a bit where you live, it's probably uh, you probably feel like you're back home. <laughs> <laughs> well, not so much here. 
I'm in Boca, so this is pretty much like an old community of like retired people. Oh but yeah. Okay, <laughs> if you go if you go down to Miami, yeah, that's it's, there. There are some places where there's no not a word of English at all. It's crazy. Wow, it's like Brighton Beach in New York. It's like it's a Russian town. Even the cops are Russians. Like they speak Russian and everything. So it's no way. It's kind of weird. Really? <laughs> yeah, it's like you go to New York and then you go to Brighton Beach and all of a sudden you feel like you're back home. <laughs> it's weird, <laughs> man. It's, to me, it's still weird how how people stay so close together and in the way which I'm, I'm sure you can probably relate to this because you, your English is great, by the way. In a way, when I moved to the United States, I moved to a small town where I, I'm taking a wild guess here, but I'm thinking we're probably we're the only Russians there, like Russian speaking. We're originally from Ukraine, but people always you know, said that, oh, you're, are you from Russia? And so over the years, I'm, I'm confused. Like, I can't tell if I'm from Russia or Ukraine. <laughs> I have an identity crisis here. But, but because of that, I was forced to to learn English really quickly. And uh, I'm so f- glad that I didn't move to like New York or Chicago where there's a large Russian population because oh, okay. I know a lot of people yeah. that have and their their English is just terrible. And they've been here longer than I have. So it's a blessing for sure. Yeah, it's it's hard at first, but yeah, it definitely Very pays hard out at first. in the long run. Yeah, for sure. How, how old were you when you moved here? I was 12. How old were you when you moved here? I was... Uh, I'm 30 now, so I think I was like 20, 22. My math sucks. Wow. So, wow. And you, so when did you start learning the language? Oh, I was probably, I was probably uh, nine years old. Man, that's pretty impressive. Wow. Yeah, I had, I had to go after school every day for like four or five years. <laughs> so it's pretty crazy. Yeah. Now, when you moved to the United States, was it pretty easy communicating with the English that you learned back, back home? Well, I mean... Yes and no, because you know when when you're speaking English every single day, of course your the practice you know makes it easier. But but it wasn't it wasn't as harsh as as, as a transition as you know for somebody that just learns English. I, I don't know maybe online because when I got when I went to school like this after school school thing, we actually had to speak English for the full. I think it was three hours that we were there or two hours. But yeah, it wasn't it wasn't too hard, I guess. You know what I like about when I moved to the States, you know, we didn't speak the language and stuff. And it was, like you said, it was tough at first. Short term, it's the worst thing you can do because short term, you can move to Miami or for me, New York or something like that. And short term, I'd be cool. I'd be okay. You know, everybody speaks, a lot of people speak, you know, Russian or Spanish were those bigger cities. But short term, it's always uncomfortable. But long term, it's a great investment. Yeah. And same yeah. thing, it, it applies across the board with anything. There, there are no shortcuts. If you're trying to, to cut corners and short term, just make it, comfortable short-term long-term you lose but if exactly. it's hard short-term yeah. long yeah and we can Would relate that, that back yeah we can relate that back to you know file organization <laughs> it's great short-term because <laughs> you're moving quickly yes. but but then later it's not <laughs> yes exactly that, i love it how you tie it back together you're right because if you spend time right away and just organize everything it's painful but then long-term you're setting yourself up for success. Exactly. And that's what it's all about. Not only yourself, but you're also setting other people up for success. And in the future, you never know. Maybe you, you, more projects will come your way. And if you're if it's a mess, then it's just going to add even more stress. And it's just a giant mess after that. Exactly. Yeah, man. Well, listen, what's coming up next for you, man? What's a, what's a big step uh, in your career? Uh, well, let's see. I'm trying to uh, to stay here in the States permanently. So, you know, I'm... I'm trying to make some things work as far as like teaching and, you know, being, being in, in interviews and stuff like that. But, uh, 
I would say the the biggest achievement that I could have in my career would be to participate in creating like uh, end titles for a title sequence for a movie or a show. Sweet. That's that's my that's my like ultimate goal. So yeah, I'm <laughs> working I'm working towards that by you know learning more 3D texturing and and trying to get work out that would lead me in that direction. So you mean like have your name mentioned in the title? Or, or can you no, elaborate like, on that? Like work on the on the title sequence and oh. eventually have my name on the credits. <laughs> that's that's a good dream to have, man. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. And when you achieve that dream, we'll have you back on talking about that, man. <laughs> for sure, man. I would love to be back on anytime. All right. Well, Jesus, man, thank you so much for your time. I appreciate it. I know this was a uh, kind of last minute. I know we kept. Uh, scheduling rescheduling all that stuff no uh, problem, thank you so much man. for putting up with that i was traveling last week but i'm happy to finally have you on and i think our Ucremedia community is gonna love love your journey man so thank you again for for being a guest on, on my podcast no problem man i had i had tons of fun thank you for having me on all right i hope you enjoyed my conversation with jesus suarez make sure to check out jesussuarez.tv all the links and resources mentioned in this episode are also available on our website at ukramedia.com slash 40. And while you're there, check out our course on After Effects Expressions. We have well over six hours of content all for you. For more information, go to ukramedia.com slash expressions. Don't forget to join our online mentoring group on Facebook. Simply go to ukramedia.com slash community. We have well over 2,400 people in this group. It is a great online resource for those of you trying to grow, and it's absolutely free. Thank you so much for joining me on the journey of this podcast. I appreciate you, and I look forward to serving you in the next episode of the Ukraine Media Podcast. Bye-bye.